What is up, Dirty Happy Wednesday, everyone. November 16th, 2022, and welcome to episode 454 of The Study Session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being supporters of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Just a quick reminder, check out the new podcast, the latest edition of the Still City Insider podcast that I did with Jim Wexel over on his site, Still City Insider. We recorded yesterday. It was Jim's birthday. Wish him a happy birthday. I think he turned 27. And he actually just published his new book, On the Clock, all about the Steelers' experience in the NFL draft. I'm looking forward to reading it. I don't have my copy yet, Jim. But be sure to check that out. It's linked in the show notes. Today, going to cover a hodgepodge of Steelers information. Excited to go over that with all of you as the team prepares for the Cincinnati Bengals AFC North football this weekend, 425 p.m. Remember, they flexed that game out of the 830 Sunday night spot. But this is an important game for the Steelers as they battle back to respectability. And it's going to be a tough task because... Despite the uneven play of the Bengals this year, they still are the defending AFC champions. And they have revenge on their minds after losing to the Steelers in dramatic fashion in that opening game of the year in Cincinnati. So it should be a fun one. And this much is sure that the Steelers better come ready to play. And they have to play better than they did last week against the Saints or they will lose. All right, so study ends. Let's talk about some Steelers notes and news here. Alex Highsmith had a strong game this past Sunday. A lot of that can be attributed to the fact that T.J. Watt was back out there starting opposite side him, and Highsmith racked up two sacks, and it was enough for him to be named the AFC Defensive Player of the Week. So kudos to Highsmith. He was a player that I had circled for a breakout year this year, and he is doing that. And there's been some discussion that quite possibly his play can earn him a spot into the Pro Bowl. So he has really grown and developed in year three as a third-round pick, and the Steelers have to be happy with his development and what he's contributing to this team. And so... Great award for Highsmith. Good for him. Hope he continues to have success this season. Mike Tomlin didn't talk about too much in this press conference. Worthy of note here. But he did talk about the influence that T.J. Watt has on this team. Not just the defense. Really just the team collectively as a whole. But you saw that inspired improved performance from the defense that's what he brings he's the best player in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball and Tomlin talked about how it's very difficult to quantify TJ Watt's value to this team but he says that it's a very real thing and we saw that I just was talking about Alex Highsmith and his performance and being named the defensive player of the week for the AFC a lot of that can be attributed to 
TJ Watt being on the field. A couple other notes here from the press conference. Tomlin talked about Kenny Pickett's performance, pleased with his development, but says that the sacks that he took, some of those are on Pickett, and he says that sometimes Kenny gets Kenny in trouble. And really just forcing the accountability back on Pickett to make better decisions, not take those sacks, maybe look for the dump off or pull it down and run. Understanding that there is risk of injury if he's pulling down and running too much, making himself vulnerable to defenders. But I like to see Tomlin call out Pickett like that. Yes, I know he's a rookie. You want to be careful with their confidence. But, you know, this far into the season, it's time to step up and take that next jump in growth. And then finally, Tomlin talked a little bit about DeMonte Casey and said that the team is lucky to have them on have him on the roster. And Casey played a strong game this past weekend. And what's going to be interesting to see is once Mika gets healthy, and if you remember back to the preseason, they were working in some three safety sets. They had some unique hybrid groupings. What is that going to look like? with Casey, Edmonds, and Fitzpatrick out there in the safety. And what type of impact does that have on the defense? Casey looked great in his first action of the year. And I'm excited to see those three safety packages on defense and what potentially that can provide. So pretty exciting to think about that and how that could make this defense better. And looking ahead to Sunday, again, big contest coming up here. The Bengals, AFC North football. If the Steelers want any hope or chance to stay in the running in the AFC North. And again, it's going to take a miracle. They're going to need to win this game. But this is going to be a tough game to win. The Bengals definitely have the revenge factor in mind, losing that home opener to the Steelers on a lot of fluky missed field goals. They're going to be coming in here to make a point and show that they are the defending AFC North champions, the defending AFC champions. One thing that's going to play in the Steelers' favor is the Bengals will be without Jamar Chase, who has really abused the Steelers' secondary the last few times these teams have matched up. So not having that weapon out there is going to give an advantage to the Steelers on defense. They just have to capitalize on that. Now, the Bengals still have threats in the the receiving room, but Chase is an elite, an elite wide receiver. So big lift for the Steelers heading into this contest. They've got to be able to shut down the run, slow down Joe Mixon. They've got to get pressure on Burrow. If you remember in that first contest, they harassed him the entire game. They got a ton of pressure on him. They're going to need to do the same this weekend. And thankfully, T.J. Watt is back to help facilitate that. 
And I'm sure the blueprint for playing the Bengals will be very similar to what it was in that first matchup. Get pressure on Burrow. Slow down the running game. And then I think the Steelers approach second half of the season on offense, and I said this from the outset, is just run the football. Control the time of possession. Spread those runs around like you did this past Sunday. Not just Harris, working Warren. Some design runs with Pickett. Encourage him to pull down and run. Continue with those end arounds and jet sweeps. Slow the game down. Keep that Bengals offense off the field. Give your defense a break. I think that has to be the model systematically that the Steelers employ over these final eight games if they want a chance to rebound and improve over the first half of the season. And they can get it done. There's no doubt. They have every opportunity to win this weekend. Will they? We don't know. But if they want to fight back to respectability, they've got to show that they're getting better each game. They've got to play better than they did against the Saints. It can't be a repeat performance of what they did against the Saints because you have to get better every week. You can't stagnate in this league. So that's it, Studians. That's it for this Wednesday edition of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to Yinjin's beautiful, beautiful Studians. November 16th, 14 days away from the end of the month. Can you believe that? Thanksgiving is next week. I hope you're having a phenomenal week. I love Yin's guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. New episode coming to you tomorrow. I'll have one on Friday. So grateful just to be back with you five days this week. Have a wonderful Wednesday. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a phenomenal day.